Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with your hosts, Ella Tudor. And Berenice Diaz. What is up? We're so excited for you to come back. Thank you for everyone that's listening. Fun fact, we have reached over 20 countries now, and that's so wild to me. So if you're still here, thank you. We're international. Super international. And we have a very special podcast today. Today is the week of Thanksgiving. And so we're going to be doing an airing of the grievances. All right. This week, we're going to be airing out the grievances. We're going to be talking about fuck boy, fuck girl culture. We're going to be calling out other people and calling ourselves out. This is going to be a savage episode. If you've wronged us, watch out. We're coming for you. Do a check in, though, before it gets like all into the drama. Sure. Ella, how you been? What you been up to? Funny story. So if you guys have not listened to our episode last week about dating and like dating on Tinder and all that jazz, I would recommend to go listen to it. But I went with my boyfriend to visit my grandma and my dad. And he was like, how'd you guys meet again? And I was like, off the internet. And he's like, oh my God, that's so scary. Like, I just don't want to hear about, you know, something bad happening to you. And my boyfriend was like, you know what? Honestly, I feel like if anything, the internet might be a little bit more safe because, you know, it'd be a trace that goes on when you're Mm -hmm. messaging someone and like you can see the records. And I've actually heard of murderers getting caught because of their cell phone records. So, you know, if anything, it might be safer. And my dad's like, yeah, you know, I actually don't think like a sociopath. So I don't really think (laughs) about from the murderer's point of view (laughs) that it might not be good to meet people off the internet. And my dad said that like, quote, this is not a fucking paraphrase. My dad literally said that. And I'm sitting there like, oh my God. So that was funny. What about you? What is going on? I know Michael's the best. This week I've really done nothing other than like try to promote myself (laughs) because I am still unemployed and you know it's it's a journey unemployment is interesting because it really makes you have time to think about how depressed you are as a person it really makes you feel alive and you know it also gives you time to rethink your whole existence and what do you want to do with yourself so it's been a lot of self-reflection really but good week you know, if, as long as it's progressive, like we need some time and space to self-reflect. So, all right, should we get into the episode? Let's do it. Thanks for your concern. All right, so everyone should know what a fuck boy or fuck girl is at this point because they are very um they're not like a rare breed <laughs> they are very common but too if common you know what a fuck boy or a fuck girl is it is usually someone who is a mess who doesn't reply to your text who avoids any type of future planning and they're like you you know you're gonna get hung up on you might not see them for a few weeks they might disappear into the abyss and then pop back up months later they might mess with your emotions a little bit whether they want to be or not they're mass manipulators so you just got to be careful see the red flags early we're gonna call out some of the red flags and then call some people out bro i'm excited all right so you know there's a lot of people who have wronged us as we often say 
And I want to talk about getting goddamn, I got a goddamn catfished, all right? And, you know, catfished in real life is a little different from the internet because in the internet, they lie about who they are, like, physically, maybe. Mm -hmm. But in reality, they lie about who they are. They make you believe that they're a good person, that they care about you. But they actually, that's uh, that's a lie. <laughs> they don't fucking care about you. <laughs> and I call that getting catfished in real life. I totally agree. The thing is, is when you first tell people that you got catfished and they're like, what, don't you know that person? Aren't, haven't you guys been like dating? And you're like, no, 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 no. He pretended to be a good person, but he was actually a piece of shit. So he catfished exactly. me. And it's, it's yeah. the same kind of tactics, which is making you believe something that's not real. Yeah. And steering up the pot. That's exactly what they do. And the thing is, this is fucked up because, A, I became vulnerable with you and I'm sharing my entire life fucking history. And you already know that I'm a crazy bitch because I'm sharing my mental health issues, my immigration issues. And you know how stressed I am. And then you still manage to act like a fucking asshole. <laughs> and there's different types of ways that fuck boys can act around you. You know, there's the boys who, who ghost you. And then three years later start liking all your fucking Instagram photos at 1am. Yeah, I feel like I was I mean, I've been catfished up many a times by shitty dudes. But the one that really got me was that they just were like a different person behind closed doors. So everyone was like, Oh, that person's really cool. They're a really nice guy. And everyone told me like, Oh, no, you should definitely start seeing this dude. He's such a good guy. He's such a good guy. <laughs> Guess what? He wasn't a good guy. Just because he's a good homie does not mean that I should date them. They actually were a very shitty, shady person. Yeah, I think I've gone the exact opposite, dude. I feel like I I see the red flags and everyone's like, don't do it, like, girl. Like, he sucks. He sucks. And I'm like, no, he's just damaged like me. It's going to be fine. Like, we're going to fix each other. Everyone has issues. And then they, like, hook up with your friends. And then and when you try to come at them, they are like, which friend are you mad about me hooking up with? Disrespectful. <laughs> Disrespectful. There's different situationships. I think that's what we like to call them because you're, you're not in a fucking relationship. No, it feels like a relationship because they've made you believe that like that's what this is. But it's really not. Right. The consistency, <laughs> the lack of consistency and the on and offness. It's like the best toxic relationship I've ever had. You know, it keeps me wanting more. Yeah. So I was in a situationship on and off for like three years. And basically what it was was like when we were together, that person made me believe we were together. We're a couple. We're like planning our lives together. And yeah. then they would ghost me for like six and a half months. And then they'd come back and then they would ghost me. And they'd come back and they would ghost me. And I like could never date other people because they were always in like the rear view mirror, as I like to say mm. it, as in like I was never able to move on. And it's so funny because this particular situationship only ended when I was like, hey, so like you need to get in or get the fuck out. Like I'm tired of this back and forth with you. Like you keep on doing this thing to me. I need you just to get in or get the fuck out. And I really thought he was going to be like, be like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to get the <laughs> fuck in. I've been fucking up. Like, I'm so sorry. I've been doing this to you. He was like, no, nah, I respect that. And then never spoke to me again. <laughs> yeah, I think um, that's a big thing with the situationships with fuck boys and fuck girls. It's you confronting them never ends well for you because they have no attachment to you. 
They're only there because they know they can get them and get out. And it's worked before, so it's like a fucking pattern. And the second you're like, oh, I actually like want some sort of commitment or you give them an ultimatum or you share that you have feelings for them, they're like, oh, I don't even know how you caught feelings. And it's like, well, I don't know. I talk to you like every day until 5 a.m. for like three months. I would have thought that you would have felt the same way. But I guess you were just sending mass texts to girls at 3 a.m. Dude, I this is might be a hot take, but I swear to God, people who spend a lot of time with you, hang out with you all the time, have sex with you and then expect you not to get feelings are sociopaths. That's fucking nuts. (laughs) That's crazy. It's like we're literally best friends and we have sex. I see you every fucking day. And you're like, I don't understand how you have feelings. I'm like, are you completely disassociated when you're with me? Because I don't understand how you don't have feelings, you know? <laughs> yeah. And the thing is about this, and this is my biggest thing is not only do you know they have feelings because if you go and talk to their talk to somebody else and they're in the same room, they lose it. They start shutting down. They start being mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, they like to be in control and it's fucked. The second you start paying attention to somebody else they go into full panic mode and they're like, let's get the attention right back to me. They don't let you move the fuck on. And that's what pissed me the fuck off, okay? But sometimes you want a fuckboy. Sometimes, like, you feel like you're not ready for a relationship and you trick yourself into thinking, you know, I would love a dude that never wants to hang out with me. And then you realize that this asshole somehow manipulated you into liking him suddenly (laughs) i have had a good situationship with a fuck boy that was equal and that worked out really well i've also had the sim a similar situation if y'all are doing the same thing that's totally fine but it's when like for me things have gone really south with a fuck boy is when i just was not on the same page as them because they told they were told me Mm. that okay well basically I thought I was with this dude. I thought we were together because he told me we were exclusive. And then he was talking with other girls, fucking with other girls. And then he acted to me like I was fucking nuts. And it was like, bro, what do you mean we're nuts? I'm nuts. You told me we're exclusive. And he's like, oh, I mean, like, kind of like we're exclusively fucking each other. But like, I don't see why we can't see other people. Mm. Like, I have the fucking text messages, you asshole. Let me know whose reality we're in. (laughs) And then literally, in part of me, it was just like, out of curiosity, I was like, when are you seeing these other people and talking to them? Because we're together, like, all the time. So, like, in what hours of the day are you texting these other people? And then they're like, well, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, If you ever ask a fuckboy a direct question, they will give you a thousand ways how to not answer the question you're asking them. And they will, like it'll send you in spirals or they'll start talking about their trauma. I love that when you were just like, Hey, I thought we were exclusive. And then they talk about how in the fucking 11th grade, a bitch burned them. And you're like, are we joking? Your 11th grade (laughs) girlfriend cheated on you. And you've decided that that gives you you, that you can just be shitty for the rest of your life (laughs) because something happened to you when you were seven fucking teen. Listen, there's not, I would say not all fuck boys are going to ruin your life. There's some like, more legendary fuck boys that I want to get into because you know sometimes you have to respect the commitment to the fuck boy life one good story that is from my perspective but really it happened to Ella one day I wake up and I go into uh, Ella and I were roommates and I go into Ella's room I am like um hey like where's the dude and you know Ella rises up from her bed it's mid-afternoon on a Saturday, and she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, there's all this dude's clothes all over your room, but 
like I looked everywhere, like the kitchen, no, the bathroom, no. I'm like, where is the man? And it was slightly concerning because you don't want to think that there's a naked man somewhere in your house just late. <laughs> like, that's something you don't want to fucking find. We start piecing things together as in like, man, this man left his backpack with his wallet. He left his sweatshirt. He left his shirt. He left his pants. He left his boxers. He left his right and left sock. He left his <laughs> shoes. So we're confused on like, where this man has gone and like what (laughs) and so then i get a text from a mutual friend that was like um do you have so-and-so's things and acted like i stole them or something like the way she came at me i was literally offended like bitch you know that like he left them here voluntarily like i didn't fucking take his shit and then i started seeing like tweets i started seeing tweets of like people being like oh my god i straight up saw a naked man walking in the snow last night and i asked him if he was okay and he said he was fucking fine and then he started tweeting like oh i guess i just walked home completely naked yesterday so essentially he rose from the dead and just walked the fuck home and we lived like four or five blocks away from each other in the in the like dead winter like dead winter like snow (laughs) on the ground degrees outside and I would like to say that <laughs> respect. Yeah, the the second legendary fuckboy story that I will out myself about is I had like a situationship where we were on good terms. I wasn't <laughs> interested in this man at all because like there's just a lot of reasons. We don't even need to go into why I wasn't interested in him. But I wasn't I was into what we had, which was just casual sex. Like, you know, sometimes that's fun. Don't need to add a tally to the number, that kind of thing. But I remember we ended things because he well, I don't know how to put it, besides that he accused me of trying to get pregnant. And <laughs> I was 21 at the time junior yeah junior in college and i asked him straight up i was like why would i try to get pregnant and he goes well i'm a neuroscience major and i was like uh okay like what (laughs) that's the wildest thing you haven't you don't even have a neuroscience degree bro like you you know what i'm saying like you have three-fourths of a degree you're a major i don't even know if you have declared in your major yet okay so here's here's my thing about this is if you saw a picture of this dude like those are not jeans like you want to carry forward we got a receding hairline at fucking like 24 years old (laughs) <laughs> like you're a neuroscience major but you go to wsu bro like you God live damn. in a frat house you're like a fifth you live in a senior. frat literally like i'm not i'm not to say that this dude is a bad dude but there is no way i was gonna try and trap him with a baby like that's fucking insane i always think it's funny when boys think that we would ever want to uh, have an offspring with them because it's just not the case. Or just like, thinking that, like, maybe I'm the fuckboy, right? Like, maybe, yeah, yeah. you know, maybe it's I'm the bad start, person. There's times when you start to realize that, like, other people have hurt you, and you start picking up their traits and applying them to other people. And it's toxic. <laughs> I I remember the first instance where I felt like I was the fuckboy, it was mm-hmm. um, with someone, <laughs> this dude, he wasn't in a fraternity, and obviously I was in a sorority, so we could only hang out after I went out, <laughs> mm-hmm. in my in my mind, you know. I thought that was the only logical time for me to hang out. Because you couldn't hang out out. 
no, no, no. I, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't hang out with him in his dorm on Saturday night. I had to go out. And then when I came back to my dorm, I'd be like, hey, yo, it's 3 a.m. What's, What's up? you up to? <laughs> and it, it seemed to me that that was a good relationship that I had, except he lived in the same dorm. So sometimes our schedules would match and I would see him like outside my dorm when he was like leaving or something. And he'd always be like, yo, you want to grab fucking lunch or something? And I'd be like, oh my God, like I just ate or oh my God, like I'm just so hungover. Like I can't. Thank you so much. Like maybe some other time I'll text you later. And then I'd ghost the shit out of him because I liked the way that things were going. Okay. Do I feel a little bad? Yes, mostly because I ended up actually liking this dude. And when I tried to explain to him that I had feelings for him, he was like, what do you mean? Like, you literally never want to hang out with me. Like, <laughs> I asked you to hang out. And I got my feelings hurt because I played myself. Sometimes you play yourself. I've played myself before. I feel like the thing, like, I've never wanted to, like, own up to or admit about being a fuck girl about was definitely like being the other woman i have unfortunately more times than i can fucking count like i've accidentally been the other woman but one time it wasn't like it was on accident but like i continued (laughs) and i was being a fuck about it and it was just a saga of destructive decisions that i'm repentful for but at the end of the day like being a part of cheating is just gross and don't put yourself in that situation because as much as the other dude says I'm leaving her for you. And you want to believe that? It's probably not true. They're probably going to fucking stay. And the chances of you running into their girlfriends are extremely high. And then you get to like, that's the worst part for me is like, or when their your friends, friends. Are, no, no, no. Like when they're nice to you and you're like, I'm not a fake bitch. Like I can't even look at you. Like I need to get out of your peripheral view because I I will not sit here and act like I didn't fucking make out with your boyfriend. <laughs> I remember one time um, this girl hit me up about this dude that I thought like we were in a situation ship, but I guess she was in a situation ship with him. And her friend came out to a party with me and was like, hey, did you have sex with so-and-so? And I was like, <laughs> you know what? If that bitch wants to know, she can come up and talk to me about it. Thinking that like if she already sent her friend to come talk yeah. to me, she wasn't going to come up and confront me. Oh, she did come up and confront me. And I just was like, OK, girl. I'm gonna keep and she I actually feel fucking bad but she was like hey so like I was gone for Valentine's Day weekend and I heard that you were with so-and-so and I was like oh. I was like girl yeah that weekend yeah. the weekend before that the weekend before that like various weekends like I'm so sorry and she was like oh he said that we were together and then he hit me up like why did you tell her that and I was like the truth I'm not gonna fucking what I'm gonna fucking lie for you I don't like you like that we never had the conversation when I agreed to lie for you yeah I didn't even know she was involved I didn't even know I was doing something wrong bro this is gross this is on you you know I I learned my the only reason I am very honest if I get asked anything and I don't try to make a friendship with anyone whose boyfriends I may or may not accidentally made out with or have crushes in is because I learned my fucking lesson uh, in high school. (laughs) In high school, I accidentally hooked up, lost my virginity to um, someone who I thought was my best friend in the past. But he forgot to tell me that he was dating someone at the time. Convenient. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then she ended up sitting in front of me in art class and telling us that she had broken up with this dude over the summer, but I had hooked up with him before that. 
And I had to make a decision whether I was going to tell this girl who I was going to sit in front of the entire semester for or just say, you know, I'm going to cut my losses. They're no longer together. It's whatever. And that was a mistake because we actually ended up becoming really good friends. And a year later, her trifling ass cousin outed me and uh, she, was like, <laughs> she was very mad. And to this day, she has never spoken to me again. So, you know, always go in the side of the truth. You live and learn, dude. Like, I swear. I mean, I'm happy that I went through all these life experiences now because I feel like I got all of my mistakes out of the way. And now I'm just like passing on knowledge. I've never been a successful fuckboy because I have feelings. I feel bad. I feel bad when I hang out with boys and they, you know, like hooking up with boys and they want to hang out with me and I'm have to be like, oh God, no. You know, I have to say, maybe it's time for us to snip, snip that hoe, you know? It's time for us to seek other people. (laughs) I feel like I'm definitely more honest. I'm not a sneaky fuck, if that makes sense. You know, I think that maybe everybody has gone through this, that when someone hurts you, they a fuck boy. One of your first feelings are like, I want to get back at them. I'm going to make out with their friend. And, you know, it only turns out that their friends are really bad kisser and they have stinky breath. And the dudes whose attention you were trying to get didn't even notice. That's the worst. I feel like used to do this thing where like I was in my mind, like I was like, oh my God, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to do them dirty. And then I end up just like doing myself dirty. And I'm like, God damn it. Like karma was so quick with this one. Like it didn't even wait. Like it just like in the moment was instant karma about how this just turned on me. Now I feel like when someone does me dirty, I'm just like, you know what? Whatever. I'm just going to be the best version of myself. I'm going to just like make them think that I'm the one that got away. At the end of the day I feel like it's hard to realize that people don't like you (laughs) like obviously you're gonna get booty hurt because of it but you just have to remember that there's nothing like wrong with you you're just like that person might just not be emotionally like available and they're not thinking in regards of like how they affect you and I think like that's the biggest part is realizing that they aren't thinking about how they are hurting your feelings and affecting your life. And you don't want people like that in, in it. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think another thing is you have to see if someone's actions are meeting up with their words. And if something is disconnected, then you need to either talk to them or just like do a reality check with yourself. Because so if some guy's like, no, I'm hella into you. Like you're my girl. Da, 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 da. But then when you're in public, he doesn't talk to you. He's mm-hmm. texting other girls. He's dating other girls. Well, then you can't believe what he's saying. And you need to go based on his actions. And I think that if someone's not contacting you as often as you want to be contacted, then that's a sign too. Like if someone likes you, they'll contact you. They will. Yeah. You won't have to be waiting on the phone for a day, weeks, months. Exactly. And a really good way to get some answers is to ask for them. I think one of the biggest things is when I was in these situationships with fuckboys was that I didn't necessarily ask for any answers. I was like, oh, they haven't texted me in like two days or they didn't reply in two hours. So I'm going to wait for or stuff like that, that I was literally just playing this game that I ended up always getting fucking booty hurt from. So being straightforward, asking the questions you want answers, setting expectations, and if they can't meet them, bye. Literally, it's just setting boundaries, setting expectations, and then moving on. Um, I feel like I really wish, would have wasted less of my life 
fucking with fuckboys. Trying to like turn like a fuckboy into a boyfriend is a lost cause. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. I feel like I had this idea in my head that's like, okay, well, like um, after we do this situationship for six months, <laughs> yeah. then we're going to yeah. be boyfriend, girlfriend. No, yeah. no, no. Gonna, that's not how it goes. He's going to realize that I'm the girl for him. Consistency is key. And that's a fucking lie, okay? Yeah. And it's it like might, being it might more. play out for you for a little bit. Like, it might work for a little bit, but not for the long run because you started things all messy. And remember when he tries to sneak back into your DMs? You've grown. You're a better, better bitch, and he can't have any. He knows. He sees it. He sees your growth, and he can't have it. You know, literally, like, someone will see a picture that you've posted of you doing better, and they're like, you know what? Let me come back in and re-fuck up their life. Don't let someone yeah. come in back into your life and re-fuck it up. Like, they already fucked it up. You already know how this ends. It doesn't play out differently. They're still the same person, even though you're a better person. Snap, sis. Tell him. Couldn't have said it better myself. All right, so that's basically the airing of the grievances. Um, we haven't called anybody out by name, but you know who the fuck you are. You know who your friends are. I really do hope you listen to this podcast. And if you hear, heard, like, oh, shit, you know, they called you out in that podcast, let your homie know, because I'm not hiding. <laughs> yes, it was about you. Thanks for your concern. <laughs> Should I try to do an impression for Plugs of the Week? Give me somebody. Paris Elton. Hi guys. It's me, Paris. This week for plugs of the week. This weekend is Black Friday. And um this Black Friday, I would love for us to shop at Black Owned Businesses. We have a bunch on our Instagram play page that are plugs of the week. This week I'm gonna plug a restaurant in Seattle. It is one of my favorites. It's Island Soul in Columbia City. They are still doing to-go orders. Um, so please shop there and you can um also look up the hashtag black businesses on Instagram to find more. So Happy Black Friday shopping. All right. This week, I'm plugging my damn self. Why? Because I'm still unemployed and I have been making masks and selling masks and I'm starting my own business and this is the beginning. So basically, um, if you can follow my account at silly.punk and that will lead you to my website and you can check out my masks and you can purchase them and I can send them to you and I can make money. So yeah, thank you. <laughs> plugs of the week well that's our podcast for this week we are super excited next week we are having a very special guest who is she's going to talk about cosplay and only fans and all these great things that Elle and i had don't know anything about but we're gonna fucking learn but for the time being i would love it if you please subscribed and followed us on instagram at things number four your concern if you can be the biggest fucking homie, if you haven't already done so, please rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out and we really love all the support that we've had and we love you guys. And thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Thanks so much. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.